Hello and welcome to another edition of the QPR podcast. Unfortunately for people in love for words who didn't like me very much last week, I'm hosting again until next week or the week after when David comes back and he'll do a much better job. And the bloke that turns off that doesn't like my voice... Oh, he's gone. Anyway, right. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight I'm joined by with three other QPR fans and we're going to mention not our professions but where we sit blockwise at Loftus Road. Starting with Paul Hull. Where do you sit, Paul? As G block, G block, yeah, in front of you, yeah. All I can hear is your squeaky voice all the time. <laughs> Pot and kettle springs to mind. <laughs> we also have Sean Walsh, QPR fan. Where do you sit, Sean? I sit, I think, E block, South African Rose. You sit, oh, is it E or is it F? Don't you? I sit behind Clive of Loft for what's, words fame. What's he like during the game? He gets very ranty at refs, doesn't he? Doesn't. Uh, Clive uh, doesn't like refs or bad refereeing and short corners. I think it's safe to say. Oh really? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I hate short corners. I'm behind I never him. have known that. I've seen him at away games where he goes absolutely apoplectic at short corners. You're right there. He also say that wasn't a huge fan of <laughs> Harry Redknapp. Was anyone? Don't know. And we also have Cindy Grohl on as well. Good evening. Who has a brilliant claim to fame to Shepherd's Bush and QPR that not many people will ever have. You know where I'm going with this, don't you, Cindy? I don't. Um, your grandfather, what did he set up? He set up the first Sikh temple in Shepherd's Bush. How many QPR fans have set up a temple? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that prop- where we go every other Saturday isn't no, that but, temple yes, yes that is but temple. I want to know any other QPR fans that have built churches temples synagogues uh, so true. anything right. religious mosques anything because that's the first I've heard he's of he's a scary man you wouldn't have messed with him so oh, that's really? why yeah. I don't think I've ever built Cindy anything. is this your first time on the podcast this is my first time on the podcast uh, welcome aboard Thank um, you. Okay, Paul. Um, and the rule about hosting uh, is I host and um, I get to say those sort of things because it's and, what the host And does. can I just say, block L-U, row F. We'll I, l- <laughs> I love my row. So you've basically got South Africa Road versus Upper Loft on the podcast. We, have, we get a real lack of people from the LZ Road. Do you know that? Because Neil, who is our producer, is also South Africa Road as well. You're, you're G-Block as well, aren't you? So it's like three from G-Block... It sounds like a dodgy Australian a, um, sitcom, doesn't it? Basically, we need people from Elsley on the podcast. Elsley is seriously underrepresented in the podcast, and we need to sort Elsley out. So come on, if you're sitting in Elsley Road, you want to come on the podcast, drop us a line, because I feel you're being ignored. My next-door neighbour sits in Elsley. Oh, get him on the podcast. I will do. Anyway, we're, we're, we're starting the podcast after a defeat at Cardiff. Mm. The first thing I'm going to go round the room, starting with Cindy, is <laughs> expectations, where we are, and how do you think the season's going so far? It applies to all three of you. So I always start the season with really high expectations because I do the whole amnesia thing for the previous year and think everything was just forgotten and we're starting fresh. So I always do that. I'm really happy, clappy first game. And then reality bites. But actually, I'm pretty cool about um, August. September, I thought, was going to be a bit scary. And everyone's moaning about August being a bad month. But I thought September's a bit more scary. Do you think so? Yeah, I do. And are you happy with the progression teams made? 
transfer-wise and everything else? Well, we've got, what, was it another day? Two days before the mania that is Sky on transfer deadline day, so let's see. But I'm, I guess there's a reality about who we're going to be able to get, what kind of players are going to be able to come to a club like ours at this time. So I'm cool. Have we underestimated our chances so much we've, that we actually think if we win, we're doing well? There's nothing wrong with that. Cool. I like that. Sure. I don't, sorry, I don't want to sort of take your job, but I just want to ask, what's the September run? I don't know. What teams okay. have we got? You can take my job, Sean. You're welcome to it. No, I you just, just want to... The money's it's crap it's and the eyes are terrible. Ipswich, right, yeah. Millwall, Middlesbrough, Fulham. That's oh, Burton actually. we can ignore, can't we? Because, yeah, Burton... Barnsley as well. Burton yeah. actually aren't that bad. Yeah, I watched yeah. them on TV. They're not a bad I'm going to miss Burton, so I'm, gonna, I'm trying to ignore that. Okay. But, yeah, they're not actually a bad side, Burton. Mm. They gave Burton a right good going. Sean? Yes. Same questions. Um, well, I'm, I'm basically very happy with the way it's gone so far, to be honest. I know the, the defeat to Brentford at home was a big blow. No one wanted that. Four <laughs> goals. It was, it was terrible. Frankly, it was, it was awful. But, you know... You never want to lose to Cardiff. Obviously, you don't want to lose to anyone. But 2-1 away, you know, at the team at the top of the league, I don't, I don't really Seven. think you can complain. When well, you look at where we were last season... Is that the first time we lost there? Uh, at their new ground. Oh. Uh, no, I don't think so. Doubt it very much. Lost. Yeah, we've lost there before. Definitely. When? God, I thought I've been most times. Yeah, exactly. We've had a couple of draws. Yeah. Um, draws, right, I'll, I'll draws look at, I can remember. I look stupid Sorry, Obviously, something that we... I used, to put, I, I used to prefer, if I'm being honest, I preferred Neon Park. Because you kind of knew where you stood. Yes. Literally under bottles half the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> a little bit more romanticism about being sh- bottles chucked at you when people wearing dungarines in the 90s. What's they did. The Cardiff fans used to wear dungarines. I remember they going down there. It was very strange. It's like the Walters, but angry. All the things you can remember. Said by Paul Finney. Yeah. What's that? It, Paul Finney's in that glass. <laughs> by the way, by the way. Cardiff fans, waving your Icelandic oh. flags at Irish people doesn't work. Just <laughs> heads up. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like this guy was really on Saturday, really getting angry with Icelandic flags, shoving me face, and I'm like, mate, waste of time. Couldn't care less. Not that I don't care about it, but I don't. But I mean, I was born in Ireland. But yeah, they, 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 about they the, just don't like us. Finny Bingham's that from the. What the, long, what the, the Euros. Euros. Obviously, every week they wave them at English teams that come down because they're the only Welsh club in the championship, so they must wave it every week. <sighs> wow. It's pretty pathetic, wow. really, to be honest with you. I mean, that's, that's pretty rubbish, to be honest with you. But, yeah, this guy was getting really agitated. He really thought he was insulting everyone, and hardly anyone took any notice of it. It was a bit piss-poor, actually. I don't think I would have gotten that that's so long ago. Yeah. I, that would have gone over my head. Yes, it, well, I, I, I only thought head of, anyway. I'll, I'll talk about flags later on because Cindy's got a good nick. Um, link, not Nick, a good link to flags. Oh, Paul, yes. same question applies to you. Well, to be honest with Paul, I think the whole thing about the Guinness season, I was just a little bit pessimistic about the whole squad and what we arranged. And yeah. I think, to be honest, on paper, it's probably one of the most average squads we've ever arranged for a championship season. Okay. But we've, um, I think we've done okay, to be honest. I think we've actually done, if there's a school report done now, I think we'd be better than expected, to be honest with you. Seven points. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I, th- I think that's being fair to, to the manager and, and the, the, the restraints we're under at the moment. Also, three wins at Loftus Road, if you include that, that cup, whatever it's called. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad. You know, I you love that. Some of QPR fan, <laughs> cup, no idea what it's called. Yeah. What's the cup? Yeah. Round, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I'll, call, I'll call everything round three. Right. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> we've got so, a round I mean, three. 
I mean, to be honest, I mean, if you think the whole season, I mean, I think where well, we were we fourteenth now in the league, yeah, yeah, something like that. and I think to be honest, that's where we finish. I can't see us getting the playoffs or anything like that, unless there is a uh, a change from the actual management and the hierarchy on transfer policies and wages, which I don't think it's going to be. I think fourteenth, and I think that would be an average season, and it'd just be another one to talk to chalk off, wouldn't it? But see, see, I argue with myself a lot on this because you do I, surprise me now. I, I look at our midfield and I look at the it's not a different midfield, mate. It's that defence that needs all yeah. out. Well, exactly. But you know, we've got some good players. I mean, Coke no, no slouch. Although he wasn't, he's been poor since return. But obviously, there's other things going on there. So we've got to wish him well with his health and everything else. And hopefully, he'll get back to it. And uh, when Hall gets fit, um, once Lynch finds his feet, it's always seen ifs, buts. Pots, pans, that kind of thing, and even Bidwell's Manny, had a better uh, start to the season than yeah. he did last year. He's, he's a better player. He's than a he bit was, more solid Furl- from what I've seen. Anyway. Darnell's getting there, but again, it's you know he's it's a lot on the youngsters' shoulders. I mean, I don't think he ever recovered from Mark and Sanchez. I think, and he's, he's getting there slowly. But my issue is that we've talked things down so much. I still think we could achieve quite a lot with this squad. It's not a bad squad. I mean. I I saw Silla and Yenny come on on Saturday. And I'm just thinking, if them two could just get going, there's something about them two that you just Silla's think, a, a, is a player like he's, he's really so disappointed. I think cheap. he can be such a good player. That's what I mean. And you just think to yourself, God, if they get it right, if we can get them players on all cylinders and we can get the midfield doing what it should be, which is a good midfield. I mean, you take that midfield above a lot of teams mm-hmm. in the championship, but the defence and the rickets that we do. I mean, we've got to talk yeah. about it. We can't. Deny we've made some massive records. Were well, you the only one that was there on Saturday? So talk us through it. I felt yeah. like I was the one. It, it was really, it was really weird because Cardiff and Rangers have got a rivalry, not going way beyond the playoff final, going way beyond mm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm. you know yourself. It's always and it was whether it was the trains, like holiday. There wasn't that many of us down there. Expectations, I don't know. Anyway, we matched them pretty well, but once we made and, that, traditionally over the last few years, we've had some good results in like, in like last fifteen years. We've had some great results, and most of them have been on the telly. There was, Do you think of Michael Bean's goal? Like, like, was that a Friday night, one of the first Friday night goals? Like, I, mean, I remember sitting in the pub in Woking, well, like, about 15 years ago it was. It was absolutely uproar when that goal went in. And there, I mean, there was a big old controversy about it. Hey, it's like Bean's hand. Bean's handball. Yeah, that was against well, no, Brighton. No, no, no. No, that's Cardiff. The handball was against Brighton. That was Cardiff. Are you yeah. talking about Marcus Bean? Yeah, it was yeah. a handball was against... Yeah, it definitely wasn't Cardiff. That was, well, it was it, Cardiff, it, wasn't it? That was Brighton. No. We never won at Brian. No, I didn't say we did. But he scored with a... <laughs> Last minute goal, yeah. yeah. <laughs> off his hands. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Off his knee. Yeah, but no, I always remember Card... Look, if it different phrases us all the time. Can I look it up while you're... Sorry. Yeah. Um, the thing no, is... What, what, that doesn't matter, who cares? But the thing is, that the, the game I remember was in George's day. Which is weird for an Irish oh. person to say this. Yeah. Two, uh, the 2-2, two, two, the, yeah. the Tarak game, I call it. Oh, and you kind of then realise that we were actually going to do this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they realised it too. They didn't take it as well as we did, I think. There was that kind of, we're bigger than you, we've got more... And Rangers' support that day was absolutely fantastic. It's, it's probably one of my, one of my most favourite away games. Also, I went with a few lads and we, we stopped off at um, Walton Bassett on the way home. Oh, yes. Yeah, I heard about yeah. this. Yeah. And, and that was a nice little touch as well. Like. But um, I just remember walking out there thinking, we can do this. Yeah, yeah. And, and Mackay was the manager of Cardiff at the time. Right? He said, oh, "We stopped their promotion party. We done this. Did we you done." Fake. Yeah, do you know? What I mean, I thought that, that was the, that was his ambition. I mean, 
I mean, Tarat run that game that day. It was, do, a, it, do, it was amazing. The games against Leicester and Derby, I kind of had an inkling that, you know, Southam, Southam was happening with Rangers because all Rangers teams would have got really massively turned over. Yeah. Talking of which, we have to talk about Brentford. We can't no. just let it go. We, 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 oh, Please, we, just the don't. Brentford game. I mean, Sean touched on it. I'm disappointed because I don't really... Um, listen, Brentford are rivals. Whether people talk them down and try and demean them or not, they are rivals. They are local rivals. Whether we like it or not, we're in the same division. It just upsets me to see us... There's something banging you don't need to say that in the podcast, Paul. Um, <laughs> you know, it annoys me to to think that we can just surrender so easily. I mean, you were there, Sean. I was talking. Yeah. Talk, you know, it was they they done us with Pierce big time. Yes, um, but I mean, well, he made ten changes. That's what that'll be about. And most of those players hadn't. I hadn't seen them play together before. No, no. They, they sort of basically didn't look like they knew what to do. The defense was all over the place. Corker and what, who was it? It was Corker and um, what's his name? The new guy. Um, Batiste. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And they had absolutely no idea what was going on. And uh, nor did I, to be fair. No. It was a bit scary. Because and I, thought, but I, did think, I think Furlong did well. I think Furlong was... Um, I thought Chair was one did of the really well. Chair, exactly. Oh, so like there, there are positives to gain mm. from that. You don't want to lose 4-1 to local rivals. You don't want to concede four at home. But... I mean, I don't know. He had Cardiff coming up, and I, I imagine that he wanted to use that as a sort of a game to go and make a mark. I imagine, you know, Holloway was probably going there to win. He thought, you know, I can make the mark, we can beat the leaders, this will give the confidence but to the rest of the season. To be honest, it didn't, didn't work. you get through that round in the cup, you normally got a good chance of getting a decent side away or something like that, which obviously we need every single payday we had. Was it more important to beat Brentford at home? Or beat Cardiff away? Win both. Win both. <laughs> Obviously, if you, if you check the two, yeah, beat Brentford away, lose at Cardiff away. Or, do you know what I mean? Like, beat Cardiff, surely. Beat, beat the league leaders at yeah. their home ground is yeah, a, would not, be a massive result. At the end of the season. But then when you don't. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's football. Remember where we finished last season, yeah, that, you know. But I mean, we, 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 yeah, well, well, we've been some teams away. Good, good, well oh, said. Yeah. But when you think of the, what we're continually told about finances about at QPR is a decent away game in that league away from home would have brought, well brought money, wouldn't it? But the whole thing about it is we should never lose at home to Brentford. You should just have no. Your dad would be going mad. Well, Actually, well, your dad was going mad, I saw him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, my dad's a generation from the 50s where obviously they, in the third division where we were, that was a... Our rivals, yeah? Traditionally, Ooh, yeah? It's true, actually. I've given up trying to find this. Don't worry about it. It's not, not okay. one. Cindy's looking so, for I mean, the Cardiff link. Doesn't matter. Normally, what happens... It when was Q- Brighton. What normally happens <laughs> when QPR lose to Brentford? It's on TV. Oh, yeah. What's happened the last two times? Everyone gets sacked. Yeah, they mm. get sacked. Right, even, right. even, even the cleaner is, like, checking the toilets twice. <laughs> just to <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't want to take my charges here. It's just It's just never happened. Oh, yeah. It's just never happened. <laughs> It's unheard of, isn't it? That's where it took them, was it, 49 years to win at our ground? It never happened in my lifetime. It's happened twice in the same year. I've told this story a million times. I even told it in the Brentford podcast, which I have to say didn't go down that well with the Brentford fans. Sure I was not. chased by Brentford fans once, and I thought they were Stoke. I was cursed to be me at going, geez, these Stoke fans are aggressive. He goes, they're not Stoke, they're Brentford. It's like, oh. 
They look like Stoke. They've got an identity <laughs> crisis. That's the little regard we had for them. That's well, not the regard. We just didn't play. We like Fulham. We didn't really mm. play them unless it was friendlies. And that's not being up or on arse. That's just a fact of how we were and everything else. The other thing I'll we'll discuss before we go to our guest tonight, which is Clint Hill. Hey, uh, wow. indeed. How um, is Warnock. Simple question to go around the table. Did he get the credit he deserved the QPR? Because when you go on Twitter and, and social media sometimes, a lot of people still call him Colin. Do you know what I mean? And I think there's very few managers... I don't, sorry, I don't know that nickname. Uh, sure, so really? I, I, I genuinely Colin. Know. Right. Okay, thank you. <laughs> You're <Sorry>. welcome. <laughs> For those who can't <laughs> see it. You complained that? last week about I did visual versus sometimes, voice. Sometimes... Visual is okay, is it? Well, Marvin waved, to be fair. Okay. And he's a lovely well, fellow, I think I could, could probably safely say that both of you have just waved in a slightly interesting way. It's a Belfast wave. Okay. Anyway, and um, I, you know, you think there's only a handful of managers that have won championships at Rangers. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. Neil Warnock is one of them. I don't understand why he doesn't get the. Because everyone talks about Warnock's side as being long ball, but that side he built at Rangers was. Football. I wonder yeah. how he's. I wonder how he spent the last few weeks talking to Junior Hoylet in preparation for oh, Saturday. God. I just wonder. Yeah. Kind of curious what kind of, you know, he might have been chipping away. Go Junior, twenty sixth of August. Can you imagine? You oh, really? Mm. Don't you think? I Prove mean, a point. You know what they were like. How much annoying. they disliked you. You knew really that. You can imagine. Annoying. And that's what he's good at, isn't it? He knows how to just. Push the buttons. Just push the right buttons. But is it because is it scarred slightly, Sean? Because he said he'd write all the QPR fans who backed him, and he he never really did. Or is it because Fernandez didn't give him the chance a second time when perhaps he should have done? I mean, would we better take um, the rest with Warnock? Did Did you write to him? I did. Did you write to him? I didn't write. And, to and he didn't write back. Dyslexic. I didn't get a letter back. I'm really upset. Well, um, this, I mean, I, I, but it's okay. Paul, it's a great I'm, question I'm about Neil Warnock. And it's probably something that you could make the whole podcast about. If you just go back to the beginning of the season of that year, yeah, we never ever thought in a million years we'd win that league. Let's not be honest. No, it's true. We we had a side that was had some good players, yeah, and we look now and we'd love to have them players now at QPR, yeah. And we looked at that side and was it 10 games undefeated? Went to Millwall, we drew, didn't we? Yeah. Mm. Went to Portsmouth, we drew. Places where we always had it, difficult games. Yeah. And we never thought, and it got to Christmas, and I think me and you had a bit of a chat, yeah. And then a couple, maybe a couple of beers, I don't quite that, maybe, allegedly. Surely well, not. Yeah. And, I, and I just thought, do you know what? I thought, if we could get to like maybe the end of the season, and remember this whole nonsense about the point deduction and all that sort of stuff. It wasn't nonsense, I was shaking myself. Well, so was I. <laughs> But we never thought, and I mean, I'm not quite sure how much money you actually spent, yeah? I think it was two and a half million quid, wasn't it? No, it was quite a lot, but it was nothing and the money was spent afterwards. See, this is, this yeah. is my other point. Yeah. No, 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 just Sorry. one thing. So, so we never expected... He's on one. <laughs> we never expected what happened. And that day at Watford, which was on my birthday, by the way, yeah? was a day that, that to me, was better than a playoff final, to be honest. Yeah. So, okay. Because we, us long-term fans... Had been to the crap at Huddersfield away. Yeah, We'd yeah, been yeah. up to Hartlepool. Yeovil. Yeah, Yeovil. We've been to all these places, yeah. I know, I know. And the, the real miracle is someone having a good time in Watford. Yes. Yeah, well, well, this is it. To all our Watford based QPR fans, it's not personal. This is the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. That's a caravan, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, we're both wrong. We're all wrong. It was Gillingham. It's Jill's, is it? Mm. 
Gillingham. I also thought it was against Cardiff. Oh, doesn't, I mean, not, um, Brighton. Doesn't matter. Carry on. Okay. But I just also that day at Watford, because we had that horrendous record at Watford, didn't we, in the past. I mean, it's not much better anymore. To go to Watford and win and match with it and get promotion on that day, yeah, was the best thing ever. I was there when Macca scored and we won. I think that was 2-0. But that could be memory again playing up. We used to go, we have to walk through the... Um, the, the, the vegetable patches to get to the no, 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 that's just because you got lost, Paul. No, you did. You had to go through allotments. <laughs> no, and if you went on the coach, that's like real people got what to train. What year was it when we had nobody playing up front? Oh. oh. And it was cold. Oh, jeez. Oh. That was every year. Yeah. No, no, it was freezing. <laughs> I, was remember. That, I remember when Dooley scored his only goals for Watford against <laughs> oh, yeah, so It was just like... I've got, yes. got a good mate of mine, a guy called Pete Brown. He, he does some stuff for me, yeah. And he's a massive Watford fan. And every now and again, he, he posts that little thing on Doogie score against QPR. Again. If anybody can, Doogie can score against QPR, anybody can score. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I like about what we've done in society? We've managed to bring Watford and Luton together and hitting us. <laughs> to be fair. But going back, yeah, but the thing is with Warnock, I kind of think no one in the Premier League was higher in the league than he was when he was sacked for a no. start. Um, did he bring the players in or did the board bring the players in that he was sort of lumbered with would he have brought them sort of players in should he what have what have managers gone into a, into a premiership season with no signings and not even a shirt sponsor yeah I mean that's uh, never happened it's okay. oh, well, yeah. never happened well remembered it? well remembered wow. you may have got Marcus Bean wrong but you, hey that's a good memory <laughs> do you know what I mean I mean I'm getting old do you know what I mean the technology the, you know younger I mean? than me you gobshite um, I'm more beautiful but anyway yeah. but no what's your what's your memories of um, Warnock Sean what a fantastic manager, and also that second spell, a very short yeah. spell, but also a very successful spell. Yeah. Was it like only con- only considered one goal? It was, it, and then went off to Rotherham, and everyone said he was not going to manage again. He went off to Rotherham and won ten. And done yeah. amazingly, yeah. incredible, and they still didn't give him the job at Rotherham, did they? Absolutely brilliant championship manager. That's that's what it is, and perhaps you know could have done it in the Premier League, but. Never did. Didn't do it at Sheffield United. Maybe that's because of the Tevez thing at West Ham. Or, you know, didn't do it with Palace and didn't do it with us. He shouldn't have been sacked. Should no way mm. have he been sacked twice when he was at Loftus Road. But would you say he was sacked the second time? I think it was mutually. Ah, listen, let's be honest about it. I mean, I like this podcast because, enough words again, I love you so much. The people <laughs> who were slagging us were saying that um, we're too close to the club. We're not. We're independent. I, I will say this, and I'll get pulled over the coals for it. But. I think there was a power struggle going on at Rangers the second time that Neil came back, and there was a power struggle that had to have a winner. Oh. And Warnock didn't win that battle, and that's why he went. Now, you could argue that, personally, I would have put Warnock in. Def- well, yeah, at it, the time, yeah. definitely, and with hindsight. With hindsight, of course. Always, yeah. But hindsight's, yeah. hindsight's great if you've got a manager you're not too sure about. But when you've seen him lift the flipping mm. championship at your club, which very few managers have done onto the most insane board that anyone could work under ever because yes. that board was mental yes, yes, yes. in every sense of the way and he did it with getting the best out of Adele uh, bringing in Derry bringing in Hill bringing in Paddy Kenny who was amazing as, as a, I never read it before he came to us so yep. much as a keeper and you're kind of thinking wow he has got the mildest touch when it comes to championship so then to it would have been a risk, in my opinion, when you're struggling in the Premiership instead of maybe Ramsey, who I don't have anything against, but the inexperience in the Premiership playing furlong against Sanchez, etc., etc., etc. What do you guys think? 
hindsight's a wonderful thing. But was it hindsight or common sense? Was it someone oh. so obvious? So I, th- I think, but I'm trying to, because my memory is rubbish now. That's what happens with age. But at the time, didn't he didn't Warnock didn't want to stay, did he? He was saying, I'm here just for, the, for a short that, term. I don't, I don't, okay, I don't but, think but, anyone but, believed okay, but, that. Today. But that's what he said. Yeah. So you have to accept that that's where his thinking was, whatever was going on behind the scenes. So whatever decisions were being made behind that we are unaware of, or on the basis that he was saying, I'm just coming here for a short-term gig. Um, obviously, now looking back, you think, oh, come on, just stay. He could have stayed. And we, we didn't make, yeah, clearly we didn't make the right decisions when we probably could have thought things through, thought about what Warnock could have done, given exactly what he's doing now. So, I mean, I mean, the whole thing about getting back to sort of like present day, if you had £100 at the beginning of the season, would you say Cardiff would have been top of 15 points? Mm, knowing Warnock, you would yeah. have to look at the side he was gelling towards. Yeah, but you think there's a big hitters yeah. in that league at the moment, yeah? There's a big guys oh, come God, down yeah. to the Premier yeah, yeah, League, totally. yeah? There's a big The big hitters in their heads. I would never put or... £100 on them being top of the Premier the, sorry, the Championship at the moment, would you? Nobody would have done this. Yeah, no, 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 I don't think. I don't think so so he's on an amazing job, but, yeah? With not a lot of money there again, yeah? And he's motivated the people because he's of his footballing sense. Yeah, not about any personalities or about um, his, his, his ethos of football. Yeah, he's playing with what he's got. But, but isn't that what you need to be doing in as the a championship? Good, as a good exactly coach, exactly what you need to be doing. You yeah. you work with what you and, have. And we've probably made the worst decision we ever made in ten years at QPR. Once we got rid of him, and the second time we never gave him the contract. Because we have never been in this disgraceful situation we are in a moment. But we can't change that now. So I, don't think we're, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we're. Well, I don't think we're in a disgraceful situation yeah, at all. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah, we've we got seven points from our first. Well, we've got points make prizes. Love for words, you're right. I do make crap jokes. I've just realised. Carry on. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I, yeah, I don't think it's a disaster. I think. Yeah, we got, we got seven points. Seven we points. And we, remember, we played... Isn't it all we're the not remembering how bad he was at the end of last season. Hang on, we're not remembering what the football was like under Hasselbank. That, at, the end of the, at, at the end of the season, he ma- Holloway made, you know, again, in hindsight, the mistake of shuffling that team around. They denied that they were, you know, trying to see um, what players would be ready for next season mm. because contracts are going out. Obviously, it was clear that he was just messing about with the team. But if you just ignore that and you look at this season, it's it's been absolutely fine. We we mm. just escaped relegation, so all you could do is just ask for it to be better Absolute, than it was, yeah. and it absolutely is better than it was. But, I mean, there's no okay. It, it's better just one place higher than we were last year. Are we one place higher than we were? when we finished. Well, this time I don't, la- I don't feel we were. This, well, this time last that, year we ten points. It God, it's only August, people. Jesus! <laughs> we had ten points, did we? Yeah, this time last, this season, last year, we're ten, we're points, ten yeah. points. Did we? Yeah, that's quite good, isn't it? Can't we join them together? Um, this week's beers are supplied by Fontanti Dave and his son Arthur, age six, first year as season ticket holders at QPR. Welcome to the fold, welcome to the family, and thank you for the beer. Hopefully, we'll buy you one face to face one day. The other thing is, if you want to listen to the QPR podcast on Twitter, on Facebook. F- please follow the QPR pod links and you will find us. And please, 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 I know I'm joking about love for words and everything else. I don't mind getting slagged. I'll get compared to the guy of um, only me from Harry Enfield was a bit weird. And 
cost me to <laughs> eat my porridge rather faster than I anticipated. Um, please give us your feedback. I sense please. you're feeling very hurt by all of this, Paul. I'm sensing that you're right. Um, I'm not hurt. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, you know, only me. Only me. No, it doesn't sound the Anyway, no. whatever. But, um, oh, is it because it's of the a sound crap of your voice? TV programme. Move on. What is it about you that they think is similar to that character? I'm, I'm a twat. Glasses right. and his voice. Is there anything even remotely funny about anything that that guy does? Well, only me. Nothing about... <laughs> nothing about... No, nothing about... Sean, from your professional perspective, yes, there's what? nothing funny about Harry Enfield at all, is there? I'm not going on record. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm going on record on a podcast and okay, slagging Harry Enfield? Okay, can I say it? I do not, okay, do not think so. Somehow. I will say <laughs> it then. There is nothing funny about him. By the way, to Harry Enfield's um, solicitors, I think he's actually brilliant. I don't care. <laughs> and he's a top of Doesn't matter. He'll be listening to this. He'll be listening to the something about. Slightly worried about a six-year-old buying you beers, but anyway. No, no. His his father's buying the beer, but him and his son is his first year as being season ticket holders. Cindy, stay with the program. Sorry, you're all right. Anyway, the podcast has gotten brilliant. I can't see anyone slagging this one off at all. Everyone put on helmets tomorrow. Right, we're going to let me just tell Dave that he bought me wine. So thank you. We're going to talk to Clint Hill. If anyone wants to butt in at any point, please do so. We're, We're joined by the legend. The defender, the man who masterminded the playoff win, although he'll never take credit for it, but we were at Wigan and Wembley, we've seen what you did. Never. Mr. Clint Hill, thank you for coming back on our podcast. No, good evening, everyone. Nice to be back. Hello. How are you, big man? Are you, first of all, I'm going to be selfish as I'm hosting. Are you buzzing about coming back to the bush on Saturday? Oh, yeah, buzzing. I am absolutely buzzing. Um, I mean, it's a special place, and it? it's, it's a great ground, especially when it's full and it's, and it's heaving. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get back. I can't. Um, obviously, there's a lot of people there that I haven't seen for a while as well. So it'd be nice to say hello to a few people as well. Ah, good man. And if hey, listen, if you score a couple of goals, mate, you might be playing the week after. I guess. Uh, you know what? Yeah, you know, I, I might, I might, I might actually treat it as a trial. You know, fucking keep a clean sheet, keep a clean sheet. Meg a few people and bang a hat trick. And I might get, I might get a chance, mate. Uh, no, what you do is you go up to Les and you go, "I'm not being funny, mate." Uh, you know, <laughs> come on. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I rehydrate, get loads of decent sleep this week, and I'm gonna attack it. Yeah, why not? You'll be better than that Mo Farah chappy, won't you? Oh, he's too quick for me. Him. I, I, I hope, you, I really hope you market him just for comedy value. Oh, but... no. Can you imagine, he'll, like, be, he'll be gone, mate. He'll be gone in a blink of an eye. But, 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 Clinton, you can do the mo, can't you, when you're chasing him? Like, Shade, you know, at least uh, I'll just join in like the Olympic crowd and do that mo thing, whatever they do. Do you know that? The mo bot. The mo, do you know what the mo bot is, Clint? What's that, sorry? <laughs> hey! You know that thing, he does, he does that M thing on his head with the You know what, it was a rubbish joke. Oh, and people oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the big do you know he's been working on that all day, that joke? I have. I'm not <laughs> going to do it again. Right. Create your own. Cindy, ask a question. We're going to go round the table. Cindy's going to ask you a question, then Sean and then Paul. Can I just share okay. an observation first before I ask a question? Because I just want to say, when you were here, when you were on the pod a couple of weeks ago, I cried on the train into work listening to your interview oh on the podcast. Seriously? Oh my God. You were talking about how you were let go at the club and you were waiting to hear and what happened and oh my God, it, it, I'm sorry. But <laughs> but it, it did. I was sitting. I didn't so, mean to make you cry. I apologize. It's because I always listen to the pod. Sounds on like my, a song. I, I listen to the pod. <laughs> on, 
Pete, shush. I was listening to the pod on the way... It's, only, it's only an hour long, since. Oh, I, I also... I can second that. You, Thank Clint, you. Clint, you were on the podcast. You've been on it a couple of times. I remember the first time you were on it, you were talking about how much the club meant to you. And I, regrettably... I regret admitting this. I listen to this podcast normally in the bath. And so you awkward. made a naked 31-year-old man cry. Thank you. Well, oh, you, didn't have to, you didn't have to tell me the naked bit. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not, know, I am naked I, when I bath. I, did, I, I was really I worried. Most what, people are, Sean. Yes. I was really, Sean, I was really worried what you was going to say there, mate. Thought, <laughs> that's it. We're off. The whole thing's going to get banged. There's going to be a sex story coming in. Do you know what I mean? Now, talking oh. of which, by the way, have you, have you got any more stories of Mark Hughes? The last oh. one went really well. <laughs> I can't believe, I can't, you know what, I can't, I can't believe like, the, the fuss it made. It was like, it was all over the place, wasn't it? I mean, it was just a, <laughs> you stop. It, like, it, it was just a simple story. I was just like, you know what, I thought I'd share this. And then I was just seen it get blown up everywhere. And, oh my God, created a little bit of a, a bit of a firestorm here. <laughs> Listen, it's only Mark Hughes, we don't care. Any more that's, stories? That's a couple of years ago, I did Josh Widdicombe's, uh, oh, I was on Josh Widdicombe's XFM show. And he had a segment where people would tweet in. This is relevant, by the way. People would tweet in um, sort of strange celebrity spots, right, where they'd seen celebrities in, in weird scenarios. And someone had seen, witnessed, Mark Hughes getting chucked off a ride at Universal Studios. Does that sound about right? Um, what? Genu- genuinely, I, what, what do you think, having words with him, why... Why could he possibly be chucked off a ride at Universal Studios? How, what was he doing? How do you manage that? How do you manage that? It's like supposed to be like one of the funnest, funnest places to ever go to. You're <laughs> he? getting chucked off a ride. How do you that out? He must be really miserable. How do you get chucked off for a ride in the Universal Studios? That's unbelievable scene. Was he not smiling enough? Yes, that'd be it. Yeah, on the roller coaster. Go around the roller coaster, still not breaking a smile. Hey, don't forget Mark Hughes interviewed QPR and we passed his test. Yes. Uh, uh, True story. Yeah, I'm not going there again. Anyone else you want to slag off, mate, you come on this podcast and we make the headlines. I'll tell you what I do want to... Sorry, sorry, big man. One question I do want to ask you is... We lost to Cardiff on Saturday, unfortunately. Um, but we've just had a discussion about Neil Warnock. What did he do? Because if we'll give him this reputation, didn't he, of long ball and everything else, but that was a great football inside we had together. Oh, how good was it? It was a brilliant team, oh. wasn't it? I mean, it's, just only, it's only when you, like, you, kind of, you look back on it over a few years, you realise it, it had everything. Yeah. The team literally had everything. It had, it had character, it had flair, it had a bit of ego in there. Uh, it could mix it. It could go long, short. Uh, if anybody wanted a fight, we were up for that. If anybody fancied a game of football, we went, yeah, why not? Come on, then we'll have that. Um, <laughs> I love that that was secondary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it would be good. with me. It would be with me. Um, <laughs> no, it was, just, it was just a special, considering like the team was literally just thrown together over the course of, what, four or five weeks? Mm. Um, and then just to hit the ground running the way it was and the start we made and... Listen, I mean, you have some special players in that team. I think Hogan Ephraim for the first 10, 12 games was yes, one yeah. of the best players in the championship. Yeah, that's he true. Was electric, that. Absolutely mm. electric. He surprised me. I thought, wow, what a player we've got here. Mm. Uh, and then you, had, then you had Adele in there. Um, and then Big Hyder up front. You think, what a player he was, by the way. He was, he was brilliant at Holden, wasn't he? He was such a good oh. player. Do, do you know, he, he actually cost me a new radio. What? what? He cost me a new radio. 
So do you remember you scored the last minute? Do you remember you scored the he scored the last minute goal away at um, Crystal Palace? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't go to the winner. I didn't score to. I didn't go to that. I was actually doing my extension. We was doing all the concrete inside the hum. I couldn't go to the game anyway. He's, Paul is a grit plumber and engineer. <laughs> if anyone needs one, <laughs> Paul Hull on Twitter will so, do a good read. So, like, yeah, it was it was well, one or one. There's not many. It was one or one. It was one or and I and I, and, and my dad's rung me. He says you never and he'd come over the radio last minute. Yeah, but keep you on one. I couldn't believe it. And I thought oh, I can't actually not. say exactly what I said. Oh, I ain't seen us win at Palace for bleeding years. Yeah, because right, it's always been a bit of a baby grand for QBR. Was that like the bleeding radiators? Yeah, well, so I. And uh, so I just kicked the radio. It ended up like about in the next door's garden. It ended up in the next door's garden. I completely smashed the radio completely. Um, and then I had to try and explain to my six-year-old son why I just kicked the radio across the garden. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, Clint, this is a professional <laughs> podcast. We just let the odd one in nine again who tells strange stories. Hey, Clint, to be honest with you, when Warnock took over and we beat West Brom, because no one expected to do that when he f- his no. first game or anything else, yeah. when did you realise the next season, hey, there's something special happening here? Well, what part of the season? Yeah. Oh, you know what, um... Probably say because it all goes on results, and I think we went was it eighteen, nearly yeah. eighteen games, wasn't it? I think yeah, yeah. unbeaten at that start. For me, that and season it was, it, it was it was Portsmouth away. We got, I think, um, yeah. Tommy Smith yeah. Yeah. fell over, and yeah. we got a penalty right late on. Yeah, we, we nicked a point that that day, didn't we? I think. Yeah, we nicked a point, and yeah, I thought, we you know what? Point we... I think, like, even going to places like Sheffield United on the second day of the season, I think it was like beating them three 0 um, Yeah, and then yeah. it was just just the way just the way we approached games. It was there was no fear, um, and you know Neil Warnock's great. I mean, he just he, he just puts fuel to the fire for you know. I mean, he, he makes you go that extra yard, makes you go that extra mile, um, just because by simple man management tactics, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so there was nothing special or or outrageous as the, the tactics or formations. It was just trusting the players that he had to go and do the job that they're supposed to do, and, that, and that, that's where we're brilliant. I'm really curious about that, um, Clint, because I think he must have done something for Junior Hoyle last month in getting him ready for Saturday. <laughs> so I'm just curious, what was his what what was his approach to motivation? I'm really just interested to know how he used to just get people going. No, because first and foremost, he, he, he treats you like a... It sounds weird, this, and it's so simple. He, he treats you like a person. He just treats you like a mm. human being. Okay. You know what I mean? And, and, he, and he trusts you. And um, and if you if you repay that trust in him and, and give him everything you've got, then he'll do anything for you. He will. And it, and it'll go the other way as well. You know what I mean? If if he if he gives you everything that he's got and you don't give him anything you've got, then you don't want to be on the wrong side of him. Um, but he, he's very he's very trustworthy. He gives you that respect. He gives you that freedom to play, which a lot of managers might not do. Um, and he and he, it's just the way he handles people on a day to day basis. You know the, the little jokes here and there. Um, I mean, I, I speak to Sean Derry now, and we say how no, nobody can can like mimic that or or, or take it and, and, and do their own thing because he's just special and unique in his own little way. Um, and yeah, it was a pleasure to play for him. It really was. I mean, he saved my career. I mean, you guys know that. So I've yeah. spoken a few times. I mean, he, spoke, he saved my career, definitely. Give me that, um, that little bit of love back to the game, which was missing at the time. I'm going to start crying again. I'll move over to Sean. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I'm here and I'm oh, fully no. dressed. You'll be happy to hear. Um, <laughs> turning my attention to, to now, I don't know if you're still... 
Are you following QPR at the moment? Do you, do you sort of have a look out for the scores? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. What do you What do you sort of make of of the season so far? Some people, it seems to be sort of torn between the fans. Some people are, uh, are unhappy, especially unhappy with the the Brentford score and then losing against Cardiff. Some people are a bit more content. What, what do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, I think it's frustrating, isn't it? Because I think for the past, um, God, I mean, five, five, six years I was there, that there was always something happening. There was never really a boring season. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think I spoke about it the other week. You know, we were either up, we were challenging, or we were coming down, or we were fighting for relegation. There was always something on it. Um, and it's been, just being honest, probably been a, a, a dull couple of years, hasn't um, Nothing's really happening. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the club, the club have had to restructure and go. Listen, we've had a go at spending and, and trying to do it that way. Listen, we can't do that no more. So we're gonna have to be a little bit more realistic. Um, and it, it might take, it, it might take the fans a little bit more time just just to appreciate that. Um, but going on to the start, listen, I thought they made a, a pretty decent, solid start considering the um, the results pre-season wise. I don't think there's many wins, was there? And kind of half feeling mm. the worst, but. Well, then um, they, they've done quite well. I think they got seven, seven, eight points, I think. Yeah, seven, seven points, um, I think. Two yeah. two losses, which come from Sheffield Wednesday. And no, we, no we, that was we, a draw, we, wasn't it? Norwich and oh, yeah. Norwich. So Norwich are we always Norwich, Cardiff and Brentford are beers. Yeah, but the Brentford's, not, you know. Yeah, it's a cut Brent, match. Brentford's always a horrible result. But Brentford's not gone. If you, if you lose to them at any time of the season, it's not a great result. And, and know, Especially on your own turf. You don't want to lose 4 0 at home uh, to, to your local oh, rivals. Right. That's, that's for sure. All right. <laughs> I, wish, I wish you were luck. Do you remember, Sean? Sean? Uh, Clint, when you kissed a badge at the Brentford fan and made him go apoplectic. <laughs> oh, my, do you remember that? That was superb. And apparently, I don't oh. know how true this is, but this might make you laugh. Apparently, his boss was a QPR fan and he got sacked. <laughs> I've heard the same story. Yeah. Isn't that true? I don't know how true, but yeah, he got sacked by his boss who was a Rangers fan. I, dr- I was drunk wow. when I saw that picture and I was at a pub and I drunkenly tweeted that photo with, I love Clint Hill. <laughs> Jesus, so Clint, you made Cindy cry. Sean listens to you in the bath. Uh, <laughs> can, 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 can I ask you a little bit of a question? What? A little question. I mean, if I could sort of go back in history, you played in the olden side that lost at QPR when Fernand scored in the, the playoff semi final. I mean, the atmosphere in that ground that day, must have, it, 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 was, it, was, it was tremendous. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, oh God, that was olden days, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I remember... I, think I mean, obviously, Dad was a manager then, right? Obviously, he had yeah, a little bit all. of history with QPR, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, walking off that pitch, obviously, you was down, like, the atmosphere of that day was was tremendous, and it's probably one of my favourite days ever at QPR, to be honest. Yeah. Well, oh, people, like, I mean, like, even when I was there, people still talk about that day as, as one of the best atmospheres and like they, they can remember. Yeah. Um, when we get into Wembley, was you know, I mean, obviously the player final. Obviously, we lost to Cardiff, mate. But I mean, the, the, the yeah. whole the, the, that was when we realised, obviously, we'd been down the doldrums that we the, the club was back, really, in, in my eyes. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. just wondering, I mean, like, I mean, for you to like be on the losing side that day, and then then to put the shirt on and come out and do what you've done for QPR, I just wonder how that the first day you ever walked into, I, if, if that mind me asking, how you actually felt. Oh, what walking? Oh, God. I think it was <laughs> a funny story. Actually, I think it was me and me and Desi. I think we were walking um, past the pub. Um, on I think it was after a, a Plymouth game in a friendly, last game of the season, last pre-season game yes, before yeah, the season yeah. started. And we've walked, we've walked past um, the pub, 
and there's a few there's a few locals out there and they quite politely said to us why don't you f off back to crystal palace <laughs> we were like oh that was that me and Des were like wow that's unwelcome that i don't think they really like us here <laughs> That was, just, that was just before the, the season started. We were like, oh, my God, what, what's it like when there's under 18,000 in there? <laughs> they call that so, shit um, encouragement. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just, I've, I've just always wondered, like, obviously, as a professional player, yeah, coming from that sort of, like, background, yeah, you've had to take that level of um, atmosphere and then you walk in to KPR and, and then you turned out and what you've done, you turned everybody around and... I mean, obviously, you're always going to be a legend to keep you on nowadays, yeah? I just wonder how that really sits with you. Well, it's, 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 you have to earn, you have to earn respect and, and adulation off people, you know what I mean? And that's that's what I, I wanted to do. I mean, I, I wasn't, I don't think I was a player that everybody wanted there. They probably looked at my age and, my, and everything. And, you know, for, for me, because I can't dribble or... or not make people like in the Delta or put stick in the top corner. I have to show people how much it means to me to play for for, for the club um, and kind of do it that way. So so that's what I really wanted to do. I wanted to show people that, you know what, I want to be here and I want to play well and I want to do well for the club. Um, and hopefully over time, they'll get to see that and they'll kind of forget the things that I can't do and appreciate the things that I can do. Cindy's going. You've done it again. She's crying. The tears <laughs> are going down. <laughs> Oh, let's cut it, let's cut it, let's cut it. <laughs> no, um, Clint, one thing I want to... Go back to the older game, Wynne Andrews. Was it Wynne Andrews, the guy up front? Yeah. For all, yeah. Was he actually a Rangers fan? Because legend had it that he was actually a QPR supporter. Can you confirm or deny was. this? I think he was, yeah, because I mean, he was, okay. he was a local boy, I think. Yeah, he was He was Rangers. a local London boy. Um, oh, he was quick as well, but he was lightning. Uh, Wayne, he was straight down he that tunnel, really he was well. quick, but he got sent off. <laughs> <laughs> he done really, he done really well for us, mate, at Oldham, and then... He, I think he got his move and then obviously fits always in that team as well. Yeah. He played for Rangers. Um, size and all but that. yeah, going back to that night, I think it was like it was literally one of the last kicks of the game. I think when Furlong went through, wasn't it? Oh, don't. But you and know, he's we... gone through and he banged it in. It was, it was great atmosphere. Like, but... Obviously, I was gutted because we lost, but <laughs> it was a great atmosphere. Just, the thing is, Clint, I mean, I know you've been at Rangers now and you get it, but that was, that was us coming out of a very, very, very dark tunnel with administration, mergers. Yeah. Um, you know, putting teams together with free transfers and trialists, and it wasn't good theirs. You know, they talk about the money QPR wasted, but they forget we nearly ended up as MK Rangers. You know, I mean, we almost yeah. moved down to yeah. MK. So you, you kind of, I don't know if an opposition player you might not realise it, but that was the best, best moment of being a QPR. Well, I was, fan. I was looking at Conference League now, whatever it's called. I think there's ten teams in there. I've seen QPR play. Really, that many? Oh yeah. The Tramway is one, isn't it? And there's loads, mate. You look. Wrexham, yeah. Wrexham, and obviously Tramway, two big promoted recently. Actually, you know what? You're not wrong. Clay, like, before we go off well, tangent, like Tram- Tram- is a local team to me. Yeah, Tramway is a local team to me. And they're, I mean, they're not big now, and it's, it's frightening. But I they got like a sixteen thousand feet of stadium, and it's like, what are they doing in that league? It's scary. Well, they should never be there, should they? So, uh, was, that was always a good away day. Now, Clint, before you go, I, I don't. You, you'll get embarrassed by this, and Cindy will probably cry again, and I'm going to laugh. But. I would love to see you back in that dugout at Rangers. I would love to see you back oh. in some capacity because, you know what, you get us and we get you. So, for God's sake, if QPR are listening, give the man a chance. He's got your badge up to, to buggery. You've, 
Oh, no, no. I'll say, say that again. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop tobuggery. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that in. No, Please. you can't. You Clearly can't. You can't. Badged up tobuggery. It's only yeah. squander size. That, that, that's, that's, that's like sort of clockwork orange. We can't no, do I've, that. I've, uh, <laughs> I've, made, I've made no secret. I'd love to go back there. I'd love to go back there in some capacity whenever. whenever really, Clem? Would you really come back? If, if, if Les I'm phoned you tomorrow, you would come back to Rangers? Yeah, of course would. Yeah, of course would. Yeah, it's, it's a great club, man. It's a great club, and it, it gives me it gives me a hell of a lot there. You know what I mean? Some, some you gave us a lot like in my career. Oh, Clint, I've stopped crying now, so I'm going to ask you another sensible question. <laughs> Sponsored <laughs> by Kleenex. This is Cindy with a question. <laughs> given given that you are badged up to whatever Paul just said, um, if you reflect on any people. <laughs> Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Any scenarios that you've encountered at, while you've been at Rain, when you were at Rangers, what, given your sort of perspective as, as a coach and having had the badges, what would you do differently from your perspective as possibly a coach or a manager with any of the scenarios that you faced at Rangers? Wow. I've, 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 Can you repeat that? No. <laughs> no, that's a great question. It's a great question. Hey, I, I do think it for a living. You, you do, you learn... <laughs> She's psycho-aliensing you right now, mate. Be careful what you say. She cries you and asks questions. So yeah, you, seriously, you learn you learn so much from every every situation you're in. Okay. And I think I think that 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 six years there was so much going on, um, and it and it listen, I've learned so much in those six years. It's unbelievable. I know kind of how how to approach different situations and different scenarios that happened during that time, mm-hmm. uh, during the, the good days and the bad days. Um, and it's made me reflect. And obviously, I'm doing I'm doing my badges now. And I'm doing a diploma. In, Football management, which is tearing my air out at the moment with assignments. Uh, I'll help but you. It, but it's helping me. I can help it's you. Helping me though. It's, it's, oh, I might need it. Something tear my air out. I haven't got that much left. Out of interest, um, what is the sort of um, sort of what is the science side of things? What might be an example of something you've got to learn? Because I've got no idea about that side of things. In terms of what the, the scenarios that happened. Oh, no, but well, what what you what yeah, do you I need mean, to write about? What what you're yeah. score, what score you more goals than the other team? So oh, I don't want to bore you. Oh my god! Um, so I mean, the assignment I've got now is is pick two key relationships from the stakeholders in the football club. Stakeholders being fans, manager, teammates, uh, chairman. You pick two relationships, and you've got to you've got to pick the key challenges of that relationship, <laughs> analyse it. Wow. Please, can I do it? Can I, can I do it for you? Please, please let me do it. I can tell you now, Sydney is not crying. Is that what's wrong with these football badges? Hang on a second, oh. right? So you've got to just put Arsenal. <laughs> oh. It's a never-ending story there at the minute, that one. Isn't it? Oh, That's hilarious. Listen, Clint, I live, I live in North London, right? And when we were in the Premier League, myself and my daughter, who's now nearly 16, by the way, when your kids get to that age, anyway, um, and she's Rangers, and we stood at um, you know, the, the, the train at Finsbury Park going back to Barnard, and they were like, kind of, oh, it's so nice that QPR fans have turned up and you're going home, and, oh, and it's like, fick off, you sanctimonious gobshites, you haven't even won the league in years. Do not don't talk to me about my football club. You absolute git. So I'm enjoying what's happening to me because they are the most arrogant fans in North London. I mean, Spurs can be a bit dodgy, but Arsenal fans just, oh, they annoy me. Like, when they beat us, Clint, do you know what I mean? It's like, they give it to you. Yeah. It's like, look, I love my club. I will follow them in the conference. So don't patronise me in a bloody platform. Well, we were nearly there, but weren't we? Well, yeah, but it's just, it's different. Anyway, listen, we're going off track and we've got to end the podcast. So, Clint, seriously, I am so tempted to offer you a chair as a co-host because... 
You are bloody fantastic. You know, you're better than oh, Finney anyway. Listen, you're going to make me cry now. <laughs> <laughs> my, my Jack Russell Beagle's better than me, Paul. That bar is very yeah, low. And that dog loves me. No, anyway. And listen, we need to have that pint, by the way. You, you said you'd buy me a pint for the past three years, so I need to hold you to that. Finney, yeah. that, yeah. if Finney's ever offered you to buy you a drink, you'll, mate, be you'll still be waiting a bit more longer, mate. Yeah. Jesus. It's, honestly, it's like bringing your granny to the podcast, isn't it? Everyone just likes you. But listen, Clint, I'm so buzzing to see you Saturday, mate. Well, you'll get that pint, no worries. And um, I tell you what, big man, it'll be great to see you back. And in a hoop shirt, and make sure you say hello. And I hope the Rangers fans be. are there. Obviously, we're not sure what sort of percentage will be Rangers fans, but you'll never be forgotten. And you should never buy a drink nah, at Loftus Road, big man. I'll tell you that now. Thank you very much. As no, long as I get one off you, I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, and, 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 and any more stories of Mark Hughes, gratefully received to the QPR podcast. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. listen, man. Thanks very much, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you all. Uh, Thanks, Clint. Thank you, Clint. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Legend. Cheers, Bye. big man. Bye. Bye. Cheers, Bye. Clint. Bye. Bye. Hang on a wee second here. Clint Hill just said it was a privilege to speak to us. Oh <laughs> Is he having a laugh or what? What a, <laughs> what a man. I love that. What man. a legend. He's a legend. I'm not being funny. He's, there's him. a spot on this podcast and a chair for Mr. Clint Hill. Whenever he's feeling. Once a month, he should be on it. Oh, I, I got asked to play in that uh, the, oh. the Grenfell game, but I'm unfortunately away. I could, oh, I could have played sure. with Clint Hill. You must Trevor be gutted. Le- I'm absolutely gutted. Jesus, man. That's... I've never been asked to play in anything. Sorry, mate. That's all right. I'll go for it. Um, Right, Grenfell, Saturday. There's times when people talk about football, we talk about communities, we talk about players, we talk about debts, we talk about mergers. We've had it all. Fulham Park Rangers, MK Rangers, Wimbledon Park Rangers. But there's sometimes creepy off do things that are so special, that are so wonderful, that I'm so proud we have wrapped our arms around the Grenfell community for Saturday's game. Um, and I'm touched, and it's a privilege to be part of this football club, to be a fan of this football club, to see how we have reached our hands out to those who need it in West London, who have been treated disgracefully, disgustingly, ignored by their council. And I'm so pleased that QPR are doing this. People will say, oh, is it about money? Is it? No, it's not. It's about solidarity. It's about standing together with these people. Their pain is our pain. I lived in that area. I walked them streets. I, I lived in an estate around there. And do you know what? It hurts to see what their people have been going through. It hurts to see what people have said after it about them people. It hurts to see that we're being judged even in death as we are alive, where we live, how we're born. No one deserved to die the way them people died. So... On Saturday, in the minute silence, please, please think of them, people. We don't even know how many are dead. And this is the fifth richest country in the world, and we don't know how many people died two miles away from Loftus Road. And that is our community, guys. That's why we're doing this on Saturday. Tony Fernandez, Ian Taylor, Ian Holloway, Mark Bircham, so proud of you. Thank you for doing this game. Right, we're going to go back on to... Talking about football, and we'll lighten the mood a bit because I'm sorry about that rant, but I felt it had to be said. Right, Sean, you were saying... Well said, well said, Paul. Well said. I, 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 I don't know. It's, it needs I, to be said. I, I talk rubbish half the time, as I'm told regularly, which is fine. Sean. Yes. Sean. Yes. I have to Is this the R's end yet? No, we're doing no. that next. We're doing it very quickly. Okay, next. right. I have to ask you about the Chelsea shirt. Okay. Because. Yes. No, so they don't cry. Oh, oh she's no. laughing. No, you're laughing. No, no you're not laughing. I out my beer. I wasn't crying. Come on. Right. I'm ready. Hit me. Come on. Let's go. I'm not going to hit anyone, Sean. My jacket you, off. you wouldn't <laughs> feel it. It's like McGregor punching your man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? 
Well, okay. So um, basically, if I remember correctly, what was it? Uh, ter- what? Frank Lampard's team won, and then I, the thing that had been organised by the producers that I would celebrate in the Chelsea kit because Terry, John Terry was on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sca- I, I know. I can't. This is very difficult for me. Um, I, get, I know oh that whoever's God. listening to this is judging me fiercely right now. I, know, I was just I, I'm at, well, essentially I'm at work, all right, and uh, and um, and so so the, the gag is, you know, that's sent to me is I have to do that, and so I don't know if you've ever seen the show. I'm on the, on the sort of side of the the TV uh, show. It's not really you know I'm not no you've, yeah no no I've revived, but the um, the. Uh, the, really? the sort of joke is that no, I've not seen it. No, um, I take off the outfit I'm wearing and I've got the Chelsea shirt on, and it's it's meant to be sort of parodying Terry, you know, uh, when he had the Champions League final when he was in the kit when he wasn't oh. meant to be. So that's the gag, right? So that's fun. so it's a light entertainment okay, show. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, century, is it? so I'm like, yeah, all right, I do it. And then, but then what happened was, yes. I think the problem, the, where the problem arises, which I sort of, um, I, I, which I. I was, I was like, oh god, that doesn't look good. Is in the advert, the advert is just me in a Chelsea shirt celebrating. <laughs> so they cut it. So I just look like I'm in a really good mood celebrating in a Chelsea shirt. Um, I got, the, I got uh, a lot of abuse for it on Twitter, which some of it I think was real. I think some people what? were sort of like, play, like sort of having, you know, having a, a bit of bants, as they say. And then I hit that word. And then fine. And then the rest of it was like people were really angry. And I went to, I was going to watch QPR, and I was, I think I put my hood up. The next QPR game, I put my hood up. I thought I was a bit worried. I was like, is someone going to shout? Is someone going to hit you, me? It was a black hood, wasn't it? I only wear black, but uh, yeah. So um, yeah, you know, good cash in comedy. Yeah, but I. Uh, yeah, so I, I genuinely concerned for my well-being, turning no, up on my football Sean. team's ground. Our fans aren't that but, bad. No, exactly, and everything was fine. But there you go. I, look, I was just at work, and I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, you, if get... I if I could fill the O2, then I would have told them to f off. But I, I, I don't fill the O2, and I can't fill the O2. So when my producers tell me to do something, I bloody do it. All right. <laughs> That's absolutely that, fair. So Did you disinfect yourself and bleach yourself and goodness what else afterwards? Because I would have done. I, I went straight home and forgot about mm. the TV recording. I love yeah. the fact that you're so compliant, but perhaps out of context, you can understand why people got a bit upset, maybe? Ah! Really? That wasn't me, by the way. I don't know. This puts it in, in context. I didn't, I didn't so sign. Okay, hang I on know. a second. I didn't I sign know. for Chelsea. I didn't, no, I've I not know. done like a corporate gig for Chelsea. I've not raised the money for Chelsea. In his defence, we did actually have a QPR goalkeeper post a picture of it. Was That's it true. Yeah, this is our. With himself with David Luiz in a Chelsea And, show. by the way, I can say now, when Redknapp was on that show, Play to the Whistle was the TV show we're talking about, by the way, on Series 1, Redknapp was on that TV show, and I did several jokes that were cut, and I think they were cut by Harry's lawyers or whatever, that weren't allowed to go in, that were a proper pop at Harry, and afterwards I was talking to, to Frank after the TV show, and Frank said, and I'm going to have to censor myself here, uh, I said, um, like, uh, you know, sorry for having a pop at your uncle so much. Because I went at him, like, properly went at him. And only one of the lightest gag got in. And Frank went, yeah, my uncle thinks you're uh, the one C- that begins C- with C. C. So Harry Redknapp thinks I'm a C- vagina. Yeah. So Thank you very much. Yeah.
right, we've come, we've, we've come to us in this show um, already, I'm afraid. Um, and I'm going to start, as we normally do, with someone who's not expecting it, who's playing with the phone. Paul, what's your odds end of the show? And stop playing with your bloody phone when you come to the podcast. Well, unfortunately, some of us do run a business, Paul. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, my odds end is, is obviously anybody who's got... Like, I don't. Sorry? Doesn't matter, carry on. Crack on. Sorry, Cindy just nicked my drink. I think it's all the emotion from Clinton Hill she's had to take to her car. Weird. You'll find it's mine. I think that's my one. Actually, you had your wine. Yeah. I actually paid for. Oh no, the sponsor paid for it. The sponsor paid for it. I mean, <laughs> you, you never paid for a drink yeah. anyway. Yeah. Right? Uh, my other thing is, if you've got any spare time with some spare cash on Saturdays, come down to Loftus Road and support the Grenfell people. It's, um, it's it's a great charity. Yeah. And I think it's a time for everybody to like get behind the people, the great people in West London, and hopefully we all can support each other. And um, it's going to be a great day. So please come down. All right, Cindy. Oh. Um. Can Please I just, don't cry. Oh, can, don't cry. can I just say thank you for my shout-out a couple of weeks ago when you wished me well for my operation of my legs? So I want to say thank you to my fellow LU block... Block LU row F. Sorry, you going to read them No, I'm not going to read them all <laughs> out. Um, for moving up a seat against Hull so I could sit at the end so I could put my feet up because <laughs> I needed that and I was in so much pain. So thank you, guys. I love my row. I love the row behind, which has little George... Oh, friend, friend of the podcast. Of the, and can I also do another one? I'm going to do you. Um, and, and to say on Saturday, we couldn't go to Cardiff. There was 13 of us at a wedding, which was a QPR wedding. So Al Atwood, who got married on Saturday, and there was loads of us. And if you look on the QPR podcast Twitter feed, there's a picture of us singing Magic Hat. Thank God no one videoed it. Quality. Quality. At a wedding. Um, That's not bad, though. Yeah. And I feel... I was going to say I feel really bad because I was really rude to a Chelsea fan I'd never met before, but actually I don't feel bad about it at all. What did you say to them? I think I just spent the whole evening going, what are you doing here? And she's pretty nasty, isn't it? (laughs) 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 Who invited you? How are you allowed to be here? You know, I've got worse than that. There's many years ago when we had Cable London. Do you remember Cable London? They were like before no. Um, no. Kelly Communications. It no, was no, cable. No. People might remember who they are. Get, guy comes out to put our cable TV in in a Chelsea shirt, wraps the door, opens the door. You're not coming in with that. And he's like, what? I goes, you're not wearing that. Go get a T-shirt. If you're going to put the, the TV in that, and you're, not wearing that, you're not wearing that shite. And he's like, nice. you know, I was tactful. Yeah. And he, he went down and he, cha- he went to a charity shop or something. I got a T-shirt. <laughs> Comes no back, puts the whole thing in, puts the whole system in. Of you know, offered him tea. He went, "All right, give it to him the QPR cup." <laughs> Didn't drink the tea, um, and just absolutely at the end of it, gave me fifteen minutes of absolute abuse, which was hilarious. And I was like, "It doesn't matter. You're Chelsea. You're scum. Thanks for putting the cable in, and hopefully it works." Anyway, yeah, at, um, I, I'm guilty of not liking them a lot. Well, I don't I, either. No, no one see. should like them. They're just vile. Well, this this was going to be my eyes end. I was just trying to sort of think. Sorry, Sean, this is your eyes end. No, it's all right. No, it's fine. I, I just so I thought I don't really have anything, and I thought actually I've got something that really bugs me, and I don't know what can be done about this. I don't think anything can be done about it, but it's absolutely not acceptable. I live in Shepherd's Bush, right? And occasionally, my worst thing is meeting people that are brought up in Shepherd's Bush that don't support QPR, <laughs> that support another team, right? And especially when it's Chelsea. Mm. But there should be some law. Chelsea billboards oh. should not be allowed. There should be some sort of law. Chelsea billboards in, in Shepherd's Bush. That is ridiculous. 
It's not that, there anymore. That's all I've got. That's all I've got. It's just I'm not happy yeah. with having to walk through Sheffield Bush anything, and look at Chelsea. Uh, has anybody actually driven past Sanford Bridge recently? I, mate, no. my mum's in Chelsea. Where's I, know, my she, I, I, I see, I see it every well, day of the week. Every street corner, every lamppost has got a Chelsea flag in it, or every, a, fa- a picture of a fan talking about how much they love Chelsea. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, right. You can't. It's like for but as well, you know, coming here. Obviously, we're recording this in, in Highbury, Islington, and you see all the Arsenal shirts. And I, you don't. I tell you now, you don't see that Shepherd's Bush, and it's a real shame. You don't see. The hoops around, mm. generally speaking, you'll see them on match days. But that is honestly, that's about it, and it's a shame because it doesn't, it doesn't look, uh, it doesn't bode well, I think, for the future. If Chelsea going in mark, marketing strategies, I don't know how it works. Well, go mar- in and try to take, you know, those young, those young, young people from uh, from Shepherd's Bush and turn them into Chelsea fans. It's, no, it's well, not well, good. Most Chelsea future. marketing is actually done in Surrey. Well, it is because I, uh, right. I live near Kingston, and they used to have a shop in Kingston, and I refused to shop in Kingston while that shop has been open. And it's, closed it's, it's closed down now. Well the, done. Is, I'm terrified about a Chelsea shop in Westfield. Clearly because I have... I'm terrified of a Chelsea shop in Westfield. I'm going to say this. It will not happen. I will glass it. No, you won't. You'll protest in a peaceful and honest manner. And I'll bring the petrol bombs. Right. Good. The thing is about... Regis, I've said this enough times. Please, please, please put something up in shipper's booths that say, we exist, we're here. Because we do a lot of bloody good work with the community. The community department are just the absolute bollocks and they do a really good job and it's a shame that it's not reflected in the, mm-hmm. as many kids were in QPR shows but then if we shoot sticks and post it up that's that's my, my, my bugbear as well as people texting well on the podcast <laughs> um, that's not me um, anyway listen um, Paul have you done your R's end? No. Yes, I've done the first one. Mate. Right, okay. Right, I'm going to do two R's ends as usual. Oh my God. Oh my God. Weedy. Jesus. First of all, first of all, <laughs> this is good. On Sunday, visiting mum in the hospital. Hopefully, she'll be coming out this week. Um, That's good news. It's so, it is. It's so easy to avoid scum fans. It's unbelievable. You go in there, but haven't they got posh? Do you know what I mean? They've, they've, they've changed. They've so. And, they live um, in Cobham. That's I, I, the best I, thing I, ever, Paul, is when we beat them 1 0 after me and you had a little couple of drinks here, right? We went in the pub. We walked out the ground, and there was a guy, and his, his son, and his guy said, and his, his son said to his, he's about 15 minutes. Who are QPR anyway, Dad? We just beat them one day. One yeah, well. He said, there's some insignificant team from London. Right, and that, to me, said it all about their fans. He His dad didn't even know the history about QPR and Chelsea. I think the words that came back to him was, insignificant team that just won tonight. Thank yeah, you very much. Well, well, my, 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 that was the whole thing about that day, mate. Do you know what I mean? What's your next my, 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 uh, I've got a couple of things to mention, which I'll do very, 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 very quickly. I'm so, as I say, we're, we're part of Grenville. This is going to be a please, 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 please buy a ticket and go Saturday if you can. Turn up. It's not about, as I say, the charity. It's not about the money. It's about solidarity. So please go if you can. Our area, our manor, our hoops, we care. Go, please. The other thing is that I'm quite. Oh, I don't have to do this. I grew up in Belfast, which I never talk about. My Irish team is Glentoran. Um, who are the deadly rivals of Glentoran? Linfield, of course. I hear people who are from Northern Ireland, they will know these things. If you go on YouTube, you look up Glentoran Linfield, it comes back with riots on Google. Okay. Can't stand each other. Right. We play in green, they play in red, white and blue, and it's not even about religion. That's Northern Ireland for you. Yeah. Right. But we signed Paul Smith and... I would say it's a good signing. Not even, 
Huh? It's not the designer. No. Um, but thanks anyway, Cindy. Sorry. But the thing is, <laughs> people don't, rea- people don't realise... Do just, 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 just to inform people who Come are listening, on. the Irish League is a very strange league because it's crap. Um, <laughs> and very few players make it from the Irish League. Stuart Jallis made it. Um, you turned me, the guys from League of Ireland, with the press. Are you just managing our expectations? Our goals. But even the diehardest, the most strongest Glentorne... In fact, the guy who runs the Glentorne Community Trust is also a Queen's Park Rangers fan who will only buy the away kit because as he's got blue in it, he hates it and feel that much. Anyway, Jim <laughs> oh Welch. Anyway, this is true. Um, That's commitment to the calls. In fact, if, if you look and at... He, he won't get the Victoria line. He's <laughs> <laughs> totally nuts. He won't get blueberries. Won't watch the Smurfs. Won't watch late night adult porn. Nothing. Electric blue. Shit, no. Yeah, whatever. Or just blue. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Only will go out at night or winter when there's no blue sky. Really dedicated to this. If you look at Hillsborough. Hang on, hang on. Let me finish, you gobshites. At Hillsborough, if you look at the top stand, you see loads of blue and white hoops. And just bang in the middle is me and my mate, and he's wearing red and black hoops. That is Jay Wilts, the Glen Anyway, they've all said to me, he'll make it. He will actually do it. He is that good from the Irish League. And we have got ourselves an absolute bargain of pace, energy, control, and someone who can actually use a ball with vision. So I'm looking forward to this. So we've got two of yours now. We've got Connor and him. Is it two? Yeah, but Connor's not from Northern Ireland. He's from over here. Which is fine, but his his family are from Northern Ireland. It's fine. You've changed it, you. I've got a new hero. I used to love Connor. What's that bloody hero? Olympia, excellent. Oh, my God. Oh is God, that sounds really is bad. That what you just said? No, no, oh no, no, my no. God! No, I love you, Connor. But anyway, listen. The thing is that we've, you know, people don't realise we're Northern Irish players and Irish players, as Neil or Engineer would, will, will testify. It takes time to adjust to London. London is very scary when you come from Ireland, and people get very homesick. So we've got to make him feel very at home. Yeah. And if anyone can make Ulster fries, soda bread, teddy bread, and is can get harp lager. Tenants and a square Smithics. sausage. Yes. Deliver them to Loftus Road, W12, attention to Paul Smith. Make him feel at home. Aww. Because the biggest problem with Northern Irish players and Southern Irish players is homesickness. People don't believe that, but it's actually very true. Because from someone who took his Jack Russell for a walk down Oxford Street in the first week he moved to this great city and was terrified That's to That's hilarious. <laughs> it's you so true. Is it true? You took yeah. your dog for a walk down yeah. Oxford Street. <laughs> We got oh moved. What are you doing? We got moved. Showing, showing them the, the beatboxes you get on the, <laughs> do you know what on, the on the corner this, of Oxford this, Circus. This is a, a few beat- years before beatboxes. Right, okay, do you know, do you know yeah. what he did? This is true. This is, do you know what he did? Tim, God bless him. I miss him every day. I love my dog. Anyway, he. Um, do you remember you used to get those little dogs? You used to jump around. You used to sit on Oxford Street. You used to jump. You, I don't yeah. know if you remember. You used to jump around just saying, "Oh, we Jackie jumped in and murdered a lot of them." And the mum was going, "Oi, you mean fifty quid, you little bastards, and your Irish." Uh, anyway. <laughs> and he chases all the way down Oxford Street. So there's me, my sister, and our Jack Russell piling down Oxford Street, being chased by this East End guy who's trying to market dogs to tourists, whatever way you want to look at it. This is brilliant. But that was that's, this is what happens when you move from Belfast to Westbourne Park. So um, yeah, so we used to walk from Westbourne Park to Oxford Street and think, you know what, go to Hyde Park, 
Good walk to straight. Okay. How busy can it be? Jesus Christ, the dog nearly got trampled on. I was in therapy for weeks. Right. Um, so, Paul, if you're listening, uh, don't take your dog for a walk. Yeah. It, yeah. On Oxford Street. It's just the longest hours ever. No, and the other thing is, <laughs> on good news, um, Anthony Ryan is starting to do a bit of a recovery oh, and he's oh, getting better. Good. So, my best wishes to the Ryan family and Anthony. So, there we go. We've now come to the end of the podcast, I'm sorry to say, because we could have gone on forever and God knows we give it a go. Cindy Grohl, can I just thank you for your first appearance on the podcast? You were excellent. It was an absolute pleasure, and I stopped crying. Yes. Paul, a podcast first. You talk more than me, and that's got to be a record. Sean Walsh, second visit to the podcast, I believe. Third. Hat trick. Thank you. Is it a third? um, There was one, and this time, you haven't got drunk with Kevin Gallon. You will not end up in the ship which we're surrounded by not knowing where you really are. Vomiting on a tray. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Paul Hull, how many times? Five times. Oh, wow. scored, you've been on the podcast more times than Steve Slade scored. Well done, you. Not hard, mate, is it? I tell you what, and listen, thank you for everyone who supports this podcast, who listens to it, and God knows we do put you through it, but that's QPR. Please come back and listen to us. I don't think we're back next week because there's an international break, but we'll be back the week after that. Keep the faith, keep the hoops. There's power name hoops. QPR. Yeah.